Welcome to Zichud Avsi Man Member by Ram Gold Har and Tir Masechah Sota Daf Yud Alef. The first parakamakana. The Zichud Masechah Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chazakas Atayra. This is going to be an abbreviated cheer. So the three times we're going to focus on them. Well, the Gemara speaks at great length about the enslavement and redemption from Mitzrayim. Rabbi Shmuel argued about the meaning of the pasuk Miyakam El Chadish Al Mitzrayim, and a new king arose over Mitzrayim. One said Chadish Mamish, literally new for the first one that died. The other said Nishinis Chadish Gazer Sub, merely that his decrees were new, but the pasuk does not say he died. The pasuk states he did not know Yosef, means he seemed like he did not know Yosef by passing harsh decrees against his people. Paro said Havad Nishachmalo, let us act wisely against it instead of them referring to B'nai Yisrael, meaning, let us act wisely concerning the Savior of Yisrael, meaning Hashem. Paro reasoned that although he could not oppress him with fire or the sword, because those are modes Hashem uses for punishment, he could oppress him with drowning in the Nile, for Kosh Baruch swore never to visit a flood upon the world. He erred in two ways, as the Gemara explains. Rabbi Simai said, Three people were involved in that council to Paro. Bilam, Eov, and Yisrael. Bilam, who advised to enslave them, was later killed. Eov, who remained silent, was later punished through his suffering. And Yisrael, who fled, merited to have descendants in the Sanhedrin. Pointing to the Pasuk says, V'yasimu olav sari misim, and they appointed taskmasters over it. By not saying them, it teaches, Shehiviu ma'bin v'talu l'paro b'tzavaro, that they brought a brick mold and hung it on Paro's neck, so no one could say that they were too delicate to work, since even Paro was working. The enslavement is described as b'parach, where Belezer explains this means b'perach, with a soft mouth, persuading them with words and pay. With crushing labor. That labor is described first as with mortar and bricks, then and with every labor in the field. Rav explained that initially they labored only with mortar and bricks, and subsequently with every type of labor in the field. Rabbi Yonason said that they switched the men's work to women and the women's work to men, which was especially difficult for them. And pointing with you, Rav and Shmuel disagree as to the identity of the two midwives. One says it was Yocheved and her daughter Miriam, and one says it was Yocheved and her daughter-in-law Elisheva. Abraisa assumes the former when expanding their name. Shifra was actually Yocheved, and she was called Shifra Shemeshaferis as Avlad because she straightened the child's limbs. Alternatively, Shiparu Varavu Yisrael B'Yamea, because Yisrael increased and multiplied in her days. Pua was Miriam, and she was called Pua, Shaisa Pua Glavad, because she would coo to the child. Alternatively, Shaisa Pua Baruch HaKodesh Vomeris, because she would cry with Ruach HaKodesh and say, Asida imi shetelet ben shemoshia es Yisrael. My mother is destined to bear a son who will save Yisrael. The Pasuk says, And they kept the children alive, teaching that not only did they not kill them, but they also provided them with food and water. Rav and Shmuel debated the meaning of the midwives' reward, and he made for them houses. One said it means houses of Kahuna and Levia, and the other said it means houses of royalty. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara speaks at great length about the enslavement and redemption from Mitzrayim. Rav and Shmuel argue about the meaning of the Pasuk, Miyakam El Chadish Al Mitzrayim, and a new king arose over Mitzrayim. One said, Chadish Mamish, literally new for the first one had died. The other said, Nishinis Chadish Gazeru Sub, merely that his decrees were new, but the Pasuk does not say he died. The Pasuk states he did not know Yosef, means he seemed like he did not know Yosef by passing harsh decrees against his people. Paro said, Havad Nishach Malo, let us act wisely against it instead of them referring to B'nai Yisrael, meaning, let us act wisely concerning the Savior of Yisrael, meaning Hashem. Paro reasoned that although he could not oppress him with fire or the sword, because those are modes Hashem uses for punishment, he could oppress him with drowning in the Nile, for Kosh Baruch swore never to visit a flood upon the world. He erred in two ways, as the Gemara explains. Rabbi Simai said, Three people were involved in that council to Paro. 
Bilam, Eov, and Yisro. Bilam, who advised to enslave them, was later killed. Eov, who remained silent, was later punished through his suffering. And Yisro, who fled, merited to have descendants in the Sanhedrin. Pointing to the Pusik says, Vyasimu Olav Sari Misim, and they appointed taskmasters over it. By not saying them, it teaches Shehiviu Mabin Vitalaparo but Savaro, that they brought a brick mold and hung it on Paro's neck, so no one could say that they were too delicate to work since even Paro was working. The enslavement is described as Bapar, where Belezer explains this means Baperach, with a soft mouth, persuading them with words and pay. Rabbishmobar Nachmani said Bafricha with crushing labor. That labor is described first as Bachomer Ubelavenim with mortar and bricks, then and with every labor in the field. Rav explained that initially they labored only with mortar and bricks and subsequently with every type of labor in the field. Rabbi Yonason said that they switched the men's work to women and the women's work to men, which was especially difficult for them. And pointing with you, Rav and Shmuel disagree as to the identity of the two midwives. One says it was Yocheved and her daughter Miriam, and one says it was Yocheved and her daughter-in-law Elisheva. Abraissa assumes the former when expanding their name. Shifra was actually Yocheved, and she was called Shifra Shemeshaferis as Avlad because she straightened the child's limbs. Alternatively, because Yisrael increased and multiplied in her days. Pua was Miriam, and she was called Pua, Shaisa Pua because she would coo to the child. Alternatively, Shaisa Pua Baruch HaKodesh Omeris, because she would cry with Ruach HaKodesh and say, Asida imi shetelet ben shemoshia es Yisrael. My mother is destined to bear a son who will save Yisrael. The Pasuk says, And they kept the children alive, teaching that not only did they not kill them, but they also provided them with food and water. Rav and Shmuel debated the meaning of the midwives' reward, and he made for them houses. One said it means houses of Kahuna and Leviya, and the other said it means houses of royalty. All right, so now we get to our Simon Daf Yudalf, and our standard Simon is stars, because of the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, but was distracted by the sound coming from two midwives where one would coo while the other straightened the child's limbs. Once again, it's emotion. The new evil king meeting under the red starry night. Starry night? That must be on Duff Yudalov. Stars. The new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors, which reminds us that we have two from Shatim in the Pasuk, V'yakim al-Chadash, a new king arose, and we learn what happened to Paro's three advisors, Bilam Eov and Yisro. So the new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, which reminds us a brick mold was brought and hung on Paro's neck so no one could say that they were too delicate to work since even Paro was working. The enslavement is described as Beparech. Rabbi Lezer explains this means Beperach with a soft mouth, persuading them with words and pay. Rabbi Shmubar Nachmani said Befricha with crushing labor. So the new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, but was distracted by the sound coming from two midwives where one would coo while the other straightened the child's limbs, which reminds us of Malchokas who the Mialdot, the midwives were, and explains why they were called Shifra and Pua. So once again, the new evil king under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, but was distracted by the sound coming from two midwives where one would coo while the other straightened the child's limbs. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Bram Gotham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.